Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. This Monday morning on Noah's Window, we're going to look at a verse, or a couple of verses actually that we've looked at before, maybe a couple, two or three times on Noah's Window. Maybe this is the uh, perfect verse for every Monday morning. But <laughs> we're in the true. book of Philippians chapter 4. And Mary Alice, you and I, we love some dear ones very much that are just going through a stressful mm -hmm. season. And uh, they're just trying to make a decision in a climate where it's not easy to make a decision. And so, you know, oftentimes when someone we love is going through a challenging time, we don't know the answer, you know? Right. But we do know that God always gives us something to do, even if we don't know which decision to make. So I wanna read a couple of verses that God has just really been putting on my heart. Philippians chapter four, verse six. Let me just read the first two lines. I'd love to get your comment on this. The Bible says, don't worry about anything now that's a really big statement. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Mm. What jumps out at you when you hear that? Mm. Well, you know, the culture says don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Um, but God says don't worry about anything. Right. So that means even the big things. So I think, you know, in my mind's like, well, I don't worry all the time. I just worry when, you know, it's a big life. <laughs> it's the big thing. That's what I'm gonna worry about. You know, that's a great word. I, I mean, I receive that personally because when I think about the anxiety that I've had, which I've had all my life, as you know better than anybody else, most of the time I'm worried about little things. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not worried about the tigers of life. I'm worried about the paper cuts of life, you know. But the other irony is he's saying don't worry about even the big things. So don't worry about anything. Anything. But then pray about everything. So to me, that's a huge contrast. Don't worry, even if it's something really big, but pray about everything, even if it's something small. Yeah, okay, help me with this, because mm -hmm. I really do believe those two those two clauses go together. I, I mean, it, God doesn't say don't worry about anything, period. There's right. a semicolon there. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can say don't worry about anything unless you say pray about everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, and so it, it, anything that is in our life that is too big for us to handle, we can talk to God about it. Now, the next line tells us a little bit of how to talk to God about it. It says, tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. So, you know, there's there's kind of a coupling in the first two lines, you know, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. And then now you see another coupling, tell God what you need and thank him for what he's done. That always reminds me of what you always said is, God commands us to bring our watts to Him. Yeah. But you always said to me, but the when and the how, <laughs> we have to leave with Him. Oh, that's the hard part. But that's the hard part, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it is for me. I mean, I, I've always said I have no problem with His will. His timetable drives me nuts. And we want to go to God and say, but, but there's a deadline and we need it by... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and, and sometimes when you're in the middle of all that, it's mm -hmm. so hard to see God working. And you know, another expression that I've said to you, Count times I'm great at seeing God out my rearview mirror I'm just mm -hmm. not very good seeing him out my windshield well, there's the where the thankfulness comes in because yeah. if you do look at God in the rearview oh. mirror that should cause us to be thankful. okay you just gave me a great thought mm -hmm. because when you're telling God what you need and waiting for it to happen and you're wondering what to do in all that time you can spend that time in gratitude and Thanksgiving mm -hmm until he answers your prayer. That's right. Because Lord knows we have so much to be thankful for. That'll keep us busy while we're waiting for God to answer our prayers. And how much comfort will it give us to turn around? And, and we're so, we're so um, 
um, reluctant to do this or forget to do this is turn around and just start listing all the times that God has been faithful and, and came through for us at just the right time and how many times he was so gracious and merciful to us, all the times he kept us safe and provided. I want to ask you your advice on something because we often think about gratitude as being kind of a passive thing you know we are saying thank you thank you thank you is it possible that gratitude is a faith building exercise I mean is it possible that when we're asking God for what we need that gratitude actually builds our faith for what we need next I think it has to because really I think that gratitude is a is comes coupled with remembering yeah and so we're remembering our own experiences of God's faithfulness in our life. And I think if you really get into that, you can't help but feel more confident about the future when you look and see how faithful God has been in the past. You know, um, new, people have been at New Spring for a long time will know the story, but you know, when we were relocating, uh, and that was, an, well, I started looking for land in 1991, and our first service was 1999. So it was like an eight-year process, and it was impossible for seven years and 51 weeks. And there were many disappointments oh, along the goodness. way. Oh, goodness. Many disappointments. I mean, there were, so many, there were so many impossibles. But early on, and this is what New Springers will remember if you were here several years back, God did a miracle to give us the land. Mm -hmm. And there's a great story that goes with that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's out there probably in some sermon. But he, he gave us 40 acres on the corner of K96 and 21st Street for $300,000. And we knew at the time it was a, it was a it's miracle a of God because it was worth millions. So that happened early on. But then for the next few years, there was, there was impossibility after impossibility. And I would come up against that and I would go back and say, but he wouldn't give us the land if he wasn't going to let us have a building there, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what I didn't, I didn't know what he was going to do. It was just gratitude saying, God, thank you for what you've done. It was a faith building exercise to say, mm -hmm. if he did that, he can do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even before we got to that point, I remember other places that we thought were going to be the place and um, we would we, we were making plans and it looked like a real deal. We, there were a lot of disappointments along the way. Well, and were. yet, you know what, sometimes a dis disappointment that what I've observed in my life and in our life and in the ministry, the life of the ministry, sometimes what feels like a really big disappointment is God saying, not yet. And if we weren't involved in that process that, that actually ended up as kind of a dead end, we would have been too soon for yeah. what he had planned for us. Oh, that's so right. it's like we were talking about this afternoon. God is all about timing. All about timing. And he's perfect in his timing, always. And he's just so perfect in what he does. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Because I, I get it. I sound like the old man that I am. I mean, when God put the dream in my heart for the relocation, I was, oh gosh, I don't know, 33, 34. And I'm, I'm a long way away from that. It's over 30 years ago now. But you know, I still I still get on K ninety six, and I'm driving on K ninety six, and I come around that bend, and I look at the campus, and you know the thing that I say over and over, I just look up through my sunroof and say, "You did it! You did it! You know that impossible dream! You did it! You know!" And he did so much more. Word Word of God tells us in Ephesians more than we could ask or think. Okay, let's go back and finish this up. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. Then, now that's a timing word, timing. isn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. That's not the best translation. A literal translation says the peace of God is actually better than the ability to understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, because oftentimes we can't understand God, but the peace, 
is better than you know we would we would think being able to understand is what's better but the bible says know god's peace and the bible says his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in christ jesus okay as you know i have an anxiety disorder and it's kind of my my big issue i want to experience god's peace sometimes without not worrying and asking him for what I need. I want the peace at the beginning, but look at this one more time. I want to go here and, and we'll, this will be all for today. Don't worry about anything. Still pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for what he's done. Then you will experience because God's peace. Peace comes as a result yeah. of trust. Right. And if we're being anxious and not trusting, because that would be the opposite of trust, it would be being anxious. Right. So once we have focused on God and His faithfulness, we've come to Him, we've laid out what our need is, we've been thankful, and then when we remember how faithful He's been, trusting Him for the future, then we're going to have peace. Okay, you can help me because I need help with this. This is an important text for me. I want to experience, I want God's peace to cause my worrying to stop. Hmm. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says I have to take control of not worrying. Yeah, stop worrying. And I have to, instead of worrying, take it to God in prayer. And then the Bible says, then God will, will give me his peace. And see, I think so many times I want the peace of God and God's like, Mark, I can't give you my peace until you stop worrying. Mm -hmm. I can't give you my peace until you talk to me about what you because need. Because the essence of worrying is being a little unsure that God can handle this. Mm -hmm. But he can't. Well, you know how I, I'm a pretty creative person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I come up with a lot of narratives for these videos that we do at New Spring. Uh, I can create some horror movies in my head mm -hmm. about things that could happen. And God is saying, shut off those, shut mm -hmm. off those horror movies in your head. You know, worrying about things that probably are never going to materialize anyway. Shut off those horror flicks. Turn on the prayer and the intercession and then God says we'll have his peace and his peace will garrison it's like being kept by an army around us mm -hmm. our hearts and minds what do you think about that I think that's powerful and I think every single one of us needs to remember those verses on a daily basis oh I need them and like I said maybe this is the scripture for every Monday Mary Alice would you pray for us please absolutely oh father we're so thankful for the for your faithfulness and your timing is always perfect and we just want to stop and say thank you for uh, providing all through our lives and uh, fathers we turn around and look back mark and i we're just so thankful that you've taken good care of us and we know we can trust you and we're going to do that even today <sighs> father for everyone that's watching or listening to noah's window everyone has a challenge yes we're all living in a world um, that is just fraught with uh, difficulties and, and um, challenges that are so far over our ability mm, to deal, yes. but you're powerful enough to deal. And Father, we want to live our lives individually in, um, in a prayerful way and in a thankful way. And we want to stop and celebrate how faithful you've been so we can remember who you are and how yes. you work. And we can remember that truly we can trust you, even in the difficult times. And even when we don't see the answer, you know the answer. And we can trust you. We know that your love never fails. And um, even when we're in a tough time, we know that you'll still take, take care of us and that your love will still be there. And we just want to trust you, Father. I just 
I think of everyone who's watching and listening. I just pray a special blessing on each one, each family represented. And I just pray that you would work in each and every life, even today, even before the sun sets tonight, Father. I just pray that you would be present with each and every one, that you would show yourself powerful, that you would show yourself trustworthy because we know that you are, and that you would demonstrate your love uh, as we as we can trust that you do love us even on the difficult days and we're going to thank you for that father because you are are a good god and you've always taken care of us and we are so thankful and i just pray that you would uh, give us that confidence and courage on a daily basis to remember that and we're going to thank you for everything that you have done and everything that you will be doing in the future and we ask all these things in jesus name Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice. Well, thank you for joining us today for Noah's Wednesday. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Hope you have a wonderful day. Absolutely. See you soon.